Trending Strip in Houston, Texas. It's the 353rd edition of Houston Wrestling Radio. This is Abel. This is Chris. And thank you for so much for tuning in. If uh, you would like, log into your Google account. And if you want to interact with us or say something, give us any responses, drop a comment down below. Or if you want to check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Houston Wrestling Radio. We also have a Twitter at H Wrestling Radio and the Instagram we use, but very, very, very sparingly. Um, very sparingly. Very sparingly, yes. Um, but yeah, man, thank you so much. Chris, how you doing? All right, what was that for? I like high fives, but I don't know why that. Why it's I got life, that man. It's just life? Life's good. All right. I've seen worse, and I'm glad I'm nowhere near it. You got your buttered styrofoam right here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Roughnecks are 3-0, baby! That's right. And they're going to Dallas this weekend. Who else is going to Dallas? I might be. I don't know if I am. Hector? I think I am. Hector? <laughs> you got to come through with the product, Hector? Do you have the stuff? The tickets, I mean? I don't know. We'll see. We didn't do a prediction show for Super Showdown because of the timing. Saudi Arabia, yeah. noon, you know. On a Thursday. Yeah. We record on so, Thursdays. So in five minutes, I showed you everything that I thought you needed to know yeah. about Super Showdown. Yeah. So you pick what you want to bitch about the most. Exhibit A. Undertaker defeating AJ Styles to win the Twig, the Twig tournament, Mountain Tournament. Exhibit B. Brock Lesnar squashing Ricochet to retain the title. Or C, Goldberg somewhat squashing the Fiend to becoming the two-time Universal Champion. Floor is yours. I think I want to bitch about Goldberg. Um, It's bad enough that at Mania you're going to have your, your Vince match with Brock. Now, uh, now, okay, uh, I shouldn't say match. I should say your Vince champion being Brock. Um, because him going up against Drew McIntyre is all right, in my opinion, right now. Uh, do I think he's going to win? I don't know. But, like, like I'm not going to put way too much stock into it because it's Brock Lesnar. Although, I want to be excited for Drew. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to temper my excitement because it's against Brock, right? Mm-hmm. So, my hope is I'll get what I want. As a mark and have the non-Vince match be the WWE title match where, you know, we have the Fiend who's over as hell. You mean the Universal title? Yeah, Universal title. I'm sorry. I keep fucking that up. (laughs) The Universal title who has the Fiend who is over as hell, who has a great gimmick, who's been repackaged in a really awesome way. They spent so much money with the fucking suit and the, the title and, well, not the suit, the mask, the title and redoing the music and... It was pretty badass when we saw him at uh at Minute Maid live and in person. That was pretty cool. And um the way he's defeated everybody and taking everything from everybody, you know, stomps and label locks and uh, the finisher for pretty much everyone spammed 15 times. Yeah. But then you have Goldberg, who I don't want to hate on Goldberg. Goldberg's a good dude. He's cool. He's not like your regular wrestling, you know, fucking snob kind of guy. He's just a dude who kind of fell into the business who got pushed to the moon because he looked good. All right, cool. Like I, I get it that you got your 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 come up 
because of other people in the business, not because of you. And you're grateful for it and you're humble about it. Cool, man. You're you're good in my book. But I don't want to see you wrestle <laughs> at WrestleMania in the other match when you're definitely the Vince pick. Now both title matches at Mania are the Vince pick. And it's like, ah, damn. And at the cost of the Fiend, like, I'm, I'm kind of feeling the same way how I felt about Kofi. You know? Now, One yes, loss kills the entire momentum, kills the yeah. entire build. Your erection's gone. Yeah. And not even Bluetooth can help it. Yeah. I mean, how many fucking curb stomps did he take? 14? And right. it took... Oh, whatever. And it took... <laughs> Four spears and one jackhammer. Ugly jackhammer. Yeah, and, and it's like, to what end? So that Goldberg could be the champ? Are we going to have a rematch? I mean, the Fiend just kind of turned off the lights and then disappeared? What the fuck? So it's like, that the match with that stink I was hoping was going to just be relegated to, to the Brock and Drew. And then let us have something cool with Fiend and who knows who. But nah, now you're going to have Goldberg versus maybe the Fiend again? But probably not. I don't know. And even if it is the Fiend again. So what? <laughs> I'm going to try my best yeah. to play devil's advocate here. Because I've mentioned this several times on this humble little show. Our humble little show. That... Within 24 to 48 hours of any clip involving Goldberg from WWE television, it gets the most views on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter. So as much as much as we the minority, or we'll even we'll even throw a big we'll throw a we'll cast a bigger net. If the if the American audience in general is not a fan of Goldberg. Remember, this world yeah. wrestling entertainment. Yeah. Where was this show at? Saudi Arabia. Exactly. So if the world wants to see a, hall, a current Hall of Famer wrestle for the title in a rematch he never got when he lost the belt the last time, devil's advocate, you don't throw that kind of money away. If I'm wearing the suit and tie and I got my and I got the collar on and yeah. I got the WWE pin, I need to make money. Yeah. So I have to I have I'd be looking a fool if I don't put take equity in this. Yeah. That being said, I'm not completely – I'm not angry about it. I don't, I'm not even disappointed about it because I kind of felt like they would do something like this. Mm -hmm. You know, we have all have our we all could fantasy book and say, oh, I could predict the WrestleMania card from here to tomorrow. Oh, the WrestleMania card leaked two weeks ago on Reddit just last year and the year before that and the year before that. Let's fuck with these people. What do I like to do on this show? Let's fuck with some people. So let's change a couple of things. Seeing where's Dingy? I don't know. No. Let's change a couple of things. So a curveball in the moment, I can understand. Yeah. If you're if this is a, a if this is a legit style, do you want to present this as a legit style fight? You know, the uh, the old washed up guy that's got one more fight in him against the guy that no one's been able to beat, even if with everything they had to give, and then find something else to give. Yeah. I can understand that, but that this isn't a real fight. This is episodic television that we've been watching at least for the past six months with the Fiend character. It dissolves everything that came before it. 
can't take Brian seriously, can't take Rollins seriously, can't take Balor seriously. Everything that happened to them, like you just said, how many thousands of curve stomps? You know, the yes kicks, the label locks. Um, the, didn't he take a skull crushing finale and pop up? Yeah. Skull crushing finale was very protected. Yeah. So it kind of like diminished all of that. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I want to say in the defense of it is are you aware that we're going to be here in this room again next Thursday? We are. Next week, we're previewing Elimination Chamber. We are oh. having another fucking pay-per-view next week. That's right. So we could have the rematch next week. And That's all right. could be forgiven That's to right. where the WrestleMania opponent for The Fiend knows that he has a weakness because it's been exploited and it's been documented and we've seen it. So if we do more of that, then maybe there's a way to actually beat What's this What's that weakness? A, four spears and a jackhammer? Maybe. Or okay. something, okay. you know, because from the beginning, all these matches with the Fiend, with the Fiend versus Debrye versus the Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, they all try to like feel them out. Mm -hmm. Goldberg didn't feel them out. Ding ding bang! And from there, he 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 kept going until the Fiend was just out. Yeah. So maybe that's like the contra code to try to get under the Fiend's skin. All right. So if uh, yeah, so. If Fiend gets the rematch, again, they've been building so many matches for Super Showdown. What do we have for Elimination Chamber that's next fucking week? Uh, the Women's Gauntlet match, right? Or Women's, women's Chamber. Women's Chamber. Right? Yeah. And? That's it. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> we need more. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> if December to this member has taught us anything, one match does not a pay-per-view make. <laughs> ah, this is true. Hey. Hey. So, man, I wasn't... I was more entertained by the backlash online. People call like, uh, for example, a lot of people have that same afraid of mind that you do where oh, hey, this, this character's done. It's over. Like it's one loss. It's done. Done. Fuck this guy. Ah, fuck WWE. You know? Um, I'll give it, a, I'll, I'll, ex, I'm not, I'll leave the report card incomplete. Because at least they're making an effort to throw us a curveball as opposed to everything that we thought, oh, January, I know what's going to happen. Now that the Royal Rumble's over, Drew's doing this, Bray's doing this, Roman's doing this, so-and-so's doing this, so-and-so's doing this. So I'm curious to see how they climb out of the hole they dug out of, which is a deep hole to begin and with because they we both agree they gave the belt to Bray way too quick. So they already booked themselves true. in the corner with it. True. So the sooner but, 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 but all of these like reasons that you're stating why it should come off of Bray uh, or Fiend or whatever, that he ain't got it too soon. And yeah, it's okay. You could have a weakness and he could get it back. And nah, 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 nah. all of that would be okay and more forgivable and more digestible if it wasn't Goldberg. Goldberg, who is past Ooh. his prime. Past his prime, not somebody I want to see, not somebody who I want to see consistently defending your main championship. I don't, I don't want to see Goldberg all the time. If you're going to bring him back for those YouTube views that you referenced, great, bring him back. It doesn't necessarily have to be the title match. Have him fight The Undertaker yeah. in a gimmick. Again? Why not? <laughs> have him versus Roman in another, a gimmick. Another devil's advocate says, it, you just said it. Would you rather see The Fiend lose the belt to Goldberg today or see The Fiend lose the belt to Roman at Mania? 
Roman at Mania. What? Yes. The reason why is because Roman at Mania is an active wrestler right now in his prime. Yeah, sure, we may not like him, but if I have to choose between Goldberg or Roman, I'm going to choose Roman. I'm always going to want to choose the guy That's for, for the main championship as not the guy who's always there, but the guy who is in his prime and active. The, this title isn't the title of Lifetime Achievement Award. It's <laughs> Actor the of the award. Year. <laughs> you know, it's best actor for this year, for 2019, 2020, whatever. It's not the Lifetime Achievement Award. Yes, have the Legends come back so you get that jump in ratings. But do you have to give them the belt that basically signifies this is the best guy that we have right now in this modern day and age? No. Because Goldberg's not the best guy that you have right now in this modern day and age. Was he badass in the 90s? Fuck yeah. Badass at the turn of the century? Fuck yeah. Goldberg was great. Not now. Right now, he's the you know, old Goldberg. guy. He's Oldberg. Yeah, he's Oldberg. <laughs> I mean, again, that goes back to my fucking Michael Jordan analogy. I love Michael Jordan when he was winning the six rings. Michael Jordan on the Wizards, not so much. Michael Jordan gets in the fucking NBA right now. I'll be like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know? <laughs> like, I don't want to see that. And I don't think Michael Jordan right now at his age – could outplay Harden. Could outplay fucking, I don't know. LeBron. LeBron. Could outplay any of the guys that are in their prime now. Now, if you say Jordan in his prime versus LeBron in his prime, okay, now you have an argument. But that's only going to be in fantasy. Yeah. You, can't take that fantasy you can't take that fantasy and translate it into reality because it's simply never going to happen because of the way the math works out. And that's what you're doing here in wrestling. You're saying, man, Bray Wyatt as the Fiend in his prime versus Goldberg in his prime. Would that be great? Man, that'd be an awesome match to play on WWE 2K. But in real life, in real life. You saw how Goldberg almost dropped Bray yeah. on his head like he did Taker. Yeah, and that's not what you're actually getting. You're not getting Goldberg from 20 years ago versus the Fiend. Or at Mania versus Roman. Or, you know, versus whoever he fucking winds up fighting. AJ Styles. Whatever. Whoever he fucking fight, fights. It's not Goldberg in his prime from 20 years ago. It's Goldberg past his prime from right now. <laughs> you know? So. What's second on your shit list? The Brock stuff. Okay. Again. Again, it's because of. Your current wrestlers. Now, do I think that Ricochet had a chance? Uh, no. I definitely didn't think Ricochet was going to win. But I also didn't think that it was just going to be so blatant. Jesus. Like, they were – the camera was turned away to the crowd when the bell rang and Ricochet tried to get in his one moment of offense. So he didn't even catch it on camera when Ricochet tried to come out of the gate. And then the rest was just suplex city, F5, one, two, three. Yeah. That's it. And it's like, damn, like Kofi got more play. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe not. But I mean, still, it's like, damn, man, you have somebody who's on an upward trajectory that you could build. To be the next cruiserweight that is overachieves, like Rey Mysterio. Like Eddie Guerrero. And more, yeah, Eddie Guerrero. Somebody that's the little guy that can, that's not fucking Shorty G, that says, <laughs> you know what, he could be going up against the big boys because he's just so talented. Corey was putting this over that 
Lesnar has uh, problems stylistically with shorter guys and the smaller guys and quicker guys. You know, the, the quicker guys, the smaller guys. And if and if that guy can uh can can out wrestle him, maybe he'll give Brock some you know fits or whatever, right? He was like putting it over how how Ricochet could win it. Nah, nah, all of that was just bullshit. Ah. <laughs> nah. uh. I think the um, my trimming of the fat as far as wrestling goes is already starting to take effect on the residuals, the aftermath. I remember the Raws that I was watching that I didn't think Ricochet was anywhere near the level or worthy of being in the ring with Brock. And watching him in the ring with Brock, even after the Rumble, you know, the story with the Rumble understood. But you could have done that on a Raw. You didn't need to put this on Super Showdown. At all, like I didn't. Yeah. There was no. I, I didn't. If if it lasted ten seconds longer than it did, I would have checked out because I I had no interest in it. Yeah, you know. Um, but I don't know what you do. I mean, it's it, it's a it's a situation. We'll, we'll get into the last part of your shit list. Probably transitions to it where three hundred sixty three days of the self. Until like the last two days of that year where they're in Saudi Arabia, they don't even cater to Vince. They have to cater to whatever the Saudi people want. And if the Saudis want Lesnar. The Saudi Prince. Saudi Prince want Lesnar there. They're going to get him. Saudi Prince wants Goldberg there in the main event against the Fiend. They're going to get it. If the Saudi Prince wants Taker to win the tournament in a gauntlet match that he was never even advertised for, they're going to get it. And it's all it's if the Saudi prince wants Shane McMahon to be the best in the world. Yeah, it's I mean, do you really think that's that's the booking decisions of the Saudi prince? Do a lot you, of it, I think a lot I, of it has to do with that. Like I who, so. who wins and loses? Because I mean, this is the same same people that asked for Yokozuna. And oh, Warrior they're dead and savage. Yeah, like are they really that savvy to be making the booking decisions? I mean, maybe not. I mean, yes, they might request, hey, I'd like to see the Undertaker. But did they say, I want to see The Undertaker come out at the end of a gauntlet match and defeat AJ Styles in, in this fashion? Do you think, do you think we, he said that? I don't think he did. Here's the counter. Do you think we would have these matches if this pay-per-view was in another? It was here in the States? Not particularly, no. But, but I also <laughs> don't think that was going to be booked the same way either. Yeah. I, I, Undertaker's fun. His entrance, and his entrance and his exit lasted longer than whatever he did in the ring. Right. Um, if the news with the Z is any indication, I'm kind of hopeful of what they can do with this because there's a rumor going about that WrestleMania is going to be the OC three-on-two handicap. AJ Styles, Gallows, and Anderson against The Undertaker teaming with Aleister Black. Oh, I thought you were going to say Kane. That and possibly Sting, maybe a six-man tag. Now that. Like that's like, and I'm not, I'm not too much in like, oh man, they're bringing back Goldberg. Oh man, they're bringing back Hogan. No, when you bring back somebody that's purpose is to put over the next generation, then you got my attention. As much as he wasn't as good in his last couple of years in WWE, I marked the fuck out for Chris Jericho when he showed up on WWE because he put over Ambrose, he put over Kevin Owens, he put over Bray Wyatt, he put over a bunch of people. And even when he was while and he, he had was good there, doing it. 
And while he was there, he was always changing up his character to where yeah. the, the light-up jacket, the scarf, the stupid idiot, the... The list. The list. Always something, you know? And so Goldberg coming to, to beat The Fiend? If this is all we're getting, I'm not happy with it. Again, it goes back to what is it for? Yeah. The reason, That's what I'm hoping the reason, next week they change it. The reason why this is the lowest thing on my shit list is because this is for the, the Twakey. Twake. Twake. The Twake fucking Mountain, Mountain Championship Cup. Trophy. Trophy. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. When is the last time we saw that that green title belt for the that Braun one one for the greatest Royal Rumble of all time or whatever? When do we see any of the that? world? But yeah, no, no, it doesn't mean anything. And there's so like eight or nine fine. mountains like that, so maybe yeah. next in Crown Jewel and, there'll be a different trophy for and, another mountain. And the news with the Z saying that we're gonna have the OC versus you know Taker and you know Alistair, Alistair or Kane or Sting or whoever. Great. I'd rather have that than have these dudes that are coming back to be in the title picture. Yeah. Have it as a gimmick match. Have it as a fantasy match that you can't really have because of the thing that I was talking about, about who's in their prime and not in their prime. But yeah, sure. Do that as a gimmick outside of the outside of the, the fucking championship attraction outside of the main event have it as an attraction okay yeah. great aj styles doesn't have a, a, a an actual championship match that's fine he's still a top top draw have him with undertaker sheriff why the fuck not but god damn it the title the title belt like dude come on man like like no <laughs> can you imagine if this shit was going on in the 80s or the 90s where we had the Rock and Stone Cold fighting back and forth, and then all of a sudden, fucking Andre the Giant came back from the dead, and it's like, okay, well, Andre the Giant has a title shot. Oh shit, Andre, Macho Man! And Andre the Giant beat the shit out of out of a uh, 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 fucking Stone Cold, and now he's the champion. Why? Because Andre the Giant's Andre the Giant. Like, what the fuck? San Martino returns and beats The Rock. Yeah, <laughs> or like even in the eighties, where you have Macho and Hogan. Macho and Hogan never fucking jobbed out to San Martino. Maybe you can make an argument with Bob Backlund and Bret Hart. I was about to say that. Maybe you can. But Bob Backlund, you know what he did? He fucking earned it. He And, and he didn't do it in a squash match. Squash match. And he put over Diesel. Yeah. That eight-second loss at, at MSG when he gave the title up. Now, yeah. That's how it's done. And, and he also was just... Not coming back, squashing the current day talent of the time. Mm -hmm. So I think I have precedent about my bitching here. Yeah. The only time that it was done was Bob Backlund, and it was done with a little bit more care. You didn't bury your current day performers. And I think, again, this is more of a symptom of a larger ailment. And that larger ailment is, for whatever reason, since the end of the Attitude Era, that going into the ruthless aggression area era, you only had one being Cena. You haven't been able to make your own stars. You haven't. So if you want to say, well, we need to put it on Goldberg, brother, because of the ratings. So it's like, well, okay, if you had built Fiend good enough, if you built Roman good enough, if you built Drew and Seth, all them good enough, you won't need to rely on the crutch of your 
part-timers, your past timers, your has-beens to come back to give you that boost because you didn't need to do the same thing with Macho and Hogan. You didn't need to do the same thing with uh, Brett and Sean. You didn't need to do the same thing with uh, Rock and Stone Cold. <laughs> so we're going to finish um, the new segment with another downer. Wait, this was all news? <laughs> yeah. Well, this was all headlines, I guess. Uh, okay. Um, new Japan Cup 2020. Oh, great. What is this? What's going on here? Just wet the whistle a little. All right. Ibushi against Sabre, round one. Ah. Osprey Takagi 2. Hi, Papa. <laughs> Yuji Nagata, former heavyweight champ against Minoru Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bad Luck Fale against Boom Boom Colt Cabana oh, in the first round. Your favorite G. White uh, Okada Kazuchika, round one. Uh, Which one do you want to see first? Shigeru. It doesn't matter which one you want to see first because you're not. Why? You know why you're not? Why? New Japan's canceled everything in March because of the coronavirus. So that's not happening? So far, I haven't heard anything of rescheduling, but right now, every New Japan show that was scheduled from now till towards the end of March, and that includes the first several nights of the first round of the New Japan Cup. All right, Chris, forgive my ignorance, <laughs> but last time I checked, which was maybe about a week ago, or maybe a little bit longer than that, last time I checked, the coronavirus was mostly in China, and the last time I checked, Japan's a whole different country. The fuck's happening? Breakout, bro. Is it still? Is it spinning? It, we, it's already here. It's here. Yeah, it's er, it's about to be er, worldwide, almost. Yeah, it's a big, big fucking deal. Are people dying. Yeah, why are they just getting sick? We've had casualties already. They're dying. Yeah. What's the mortality rate on this thing? I don't know. It's only been a couple weeks. Well, if, ten people, if are, ten people catch it, but, are but all people, ten of those motherfuckers dead? Or five? Mm, is it just one? No, it's not just one. Problem is, there's not a cure for this right now. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> same thing with SARS. Same thing with Ebola. Same thing with everything else. Uh, but in the meantime, God damn it. Not Zika. To, yeah, right. Zika too. Zika. Not to mention, uh, there was an alert earlier uh, this morning that there, uh, the, uh, there are airlines that are starting to ban flights coming back into the states. Which, who's not in the country right now? I don't know who. Everyone that just showed up at Super Showdown. Oh fuck! <laughs> You're right. Yeah. So it's it's the situation is getting a bit hairy, man. Yeah. Yeah. So this <laughs> is going to be another one of those situations where Friday Night SmackDown could be must see because we don't other yeah. than John Cena. Didn't they get stuck out there the last time? Yeah, there was an NXT, NXT takeover. Yeah. Oh shit. But uh, man, New Japan Cup. The winner normally gets a title shot. Yeah. Uh, the anniversary show, which was going to be main evented by. Um, Chaos on Chaos Crime. Okada, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Naito against Takahashi. Mm. That's that's scrapped also. So I don't know if it's gonna get. I don't know if it's gonna get uh, uh, rescheduled or not. Shit, they might even just straight up cancel the Olympics if it gets that bad. And it's supposed to be in Tokyo. Uh, oh, the Olympics are in Tokyo. Yeah, that's why. That's why. Um, that's why the uh, G1 climax this this year is in October because the Olympics are during July and August. So, oh. so they moved that, and so there, and so and Wrestle uh, Dynasty, the New Japan equivalent, the 
American equivalent of Wrestle Kingdom that's going to be at Massive Square Garden. That's why it's happening in August because they have all that free time because they don't have the fucking G1. But it may not happen. But it might not happen depending on how far this goes. We don't, I mean, shit. Damn. <laughs> Paranoia, man. I mean, is it that bad? It could be. Should I be worried? There, uh, there's been. Uh, I need to start wearing masks. There's been several several articles about people buying masks, people loading up on food, businesses looking into the possibility of possibly working from home in the meat for a while because they're they're going full blown on this. It's apparently a thing, oh, shit. a very big thing. While we record the podcast with my balcony window open, wide open. <laughs> You get all of that fucking South Houston air I got, in here, too. Yeah. You get that, that sniff. jet fuel. The jet yeah. fuel. I've got the, months of sick time I need to burn through. The broken main. <laughs> you know, the wafting in the air. Oh, my God. Only in Houston the floods when there's no fucking rain. Oh, right? I know. <laughs> what the hell, dude? Oh, man. I came home. I was the first thing I did. On the, on, first, all the on the first fucking night of the fucking rodeo cook-off. Oh, I know. Dude, <laughs> trail riders are coming. Yeah. It's all that flooded water. All, oh, damn. <laughs> Dude, I, Houston. I, I drove right past NRG coming over here tonight. See? Yeah. Uh, traffic, smells good. Traffic huh? was a bitch, but man, it smelled good. No, they had um they had a, a, a prequel, like a bites and something. It happened last uh Saturday or Sunday. Okay. I drove by getting lost for whatever reason. I ended up driving driving down 610. I saw that and I was like, just that waft yeah. of like home cooked oh, mm. of cooked meat. Mm. Hey. I'm going to see if I can sneak my way in there this week. I, possibly. I Let me know. <laughs> if I don't If I don't wind up in Dallas for the fucking Roughnecks game. We'll need to do something. Yeah, we got to figure something. We always hungry. <laughs> uh, I'm always hungry. Always, Take over. Always thirsty, too. <laughs> Between last episode and today, yep. we had a takeover. NXT takeover. Okay. We've had episodes of NXT. We've had episodes of AW. Some NWA. Ron SmackDown, NXT UK. What's your match of the week? I'll tell you this straight up. I did not watch NXT last night. Okay. I knew we were going to go over AEW, and I was running out of time. I watched AEW, then I went to bed. So I have not watched NXT this this, this past week at NXT. Okay. Uh, Do you have anything from TakeOver that you want to nominate? Especially the week? Yeah. If it's not your pick. We didn't already talk about this? No. The sure. last time we sat here, we previewed TakeOver. Man, I, dude, it's, it's been too long, man. I don't even remember. <laughs> what the fuck happened on TakeOver? Uh, Lee def- uh, successfully defeated Dijakovic. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then Dijakovic came out on the following week's NXT. He's like, I can't quit you. And uh, <laughs> asked for another match. Yeah, Bro, that's where they lost me. Yeah. The one chant that I hate the most in professional wrestling is fight forever. Really? And now they're turning that into a feud. Like Lee Dijakovic has to keep going forever. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm a better. Like, it's done. Like, you've already had five matches. It's okay. You can see other people. Yeah. So, um, my match of the night. <laughs> Chris's romantic life, right there. Yeah. After five sessions, <laughs> hey, we gotta see other ones. People got knocked out in the first section. <laughs> um, I'll start with my match of the night from Takeover was definitely Lee versus Dijakovic. Okay. That opened. It opened that was, up. That was really good. And it was clean. I don't know, man. Champa. That fin- Cole was the good. finish, though. No? You don't like the finish? Again. I, yeah. 
I don't want to see Chom Chompa and Gargano picking up where they left off with with the roles reversed. Yeah, because Chompa really isn't a good face, and Gargano really isn't a good heel. I could I could buy that. Okay, so I that's why I don't want to see that in there. I wanted, really wanted to give love and possibly make my match of the week, Rhea Ripley versus uh, Bianca Belair. No, I'm sorry, not that one. Uh, Tegan Knox against Dakota Kai. Holy fuck, that street fight. Yeah. And then Reina came in, uh, Raquel yeah. or whatever they want to call her yeah, now. Yeah. Like, ah, fuck. I, I, I don't know. That that really made me go limp as well. Broser weights and uh, undisputed was great, but after a while, I was hoping it would end, and it didn't. Fatigue started set in a bit, and I kind of don't really want to see the Bruiser Broser weights win it. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't like I mean they were cool as like winning the Dusty Classic and they had a good chemistry, but I don't think I want a longevity out of them. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I'm entertained when I see them. I would have had I the like Brozing Yitz. I would have had the Broser weights lose, and then I would continue the next like like two to three months of riddle, like begging Pete Dunn for one more match so that they can get a rematch and then win it. More vignettes, more comedy, more showing them as a team trying to bond before the, 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 it just felt too formulaic. Oh, they would just ran them together because Dusty Rhodes like to have match match teams like that. And we're going to make them win every year. Like Finn and Joe and fucking all that other shit. And is that, that, is that what it is? Yeah. Dusty, does he like mismatch tag teams? He liked just putting teams together to see if they worked. Really? Yeah. That's the, okay. I didn't yeah. realize that that was the legacy. And so, and now we, and it just felt too formulaic. Yeah. Um, okay. And um, yeah, just, eh. um, Lee Dijakovic might be my match of the night. There might have been better stuff, but the finishes, mm, no. Um, okay. I could see that. I can, I can agree with you. There. I wanted to I wanted to get that out of the way with NXT because I didn't want this to be so fucking like AW. Yeah. But <laughs> I was in person for yes. the Cody versus Wardlow you, cage you match were. in Atlanta. Yes. I hadn't felt emotion like that since Cody Dustin. Okay, you know the story. We're and we're building because this isn't even the, the the peak of the mountain. We're it's still we're still like on one of the checkpoints before we get to the top of the mountain, you know. But it was very straightforward, unproven big guy against the little guy that has something to prove in order to move on to the next check, the next boss in the Mega Man. And the story was told very well, very classic eighties old school. It, not to be derogatory, it felt like an old-school Hulk Hogan match. Wardlow never left his feet until the very, very end. Every time Cody came up with a little bit of a comeback, Wardlow took him down and then beat him on some more. And then Cody, oh, here comes another little flurry, and then right back down again. Cody finally gets that flurry, gets the ring from MJF, pops Wardlow in the face, hits him with the, with the fucking crossroads. It still wasn't enough. Yeah. Now you prove Wardlow's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Now you've got the crowd in your hands. You're selling it like, I gave this motherfucker everything. What am I going to do now? Yeah. And then the one negative that I always have that they turn into a positive. Because I, I was invested in the match. I had emotional attachment to the match. Cody hit him with everything, even his finisher. Cody had to go to the top of that cage. 
Oh, yeah. That's something you haven't And he didn't stand there to soak up the moment, to get the adulation, to get fired up. He knew time was of the fucking essence. He got up there, and as soon as he got up there, he got off. Hi. One, two, three. Yeah. Now MJF is far diddly upped. <laughs> yeah. That was my match of the week pick. Okay. Then last night happened. Okay. You know, you see how M- how NXT is always walking, show, leaving with a black eye? Uh-huh. Because AEW starts strong. No one in that arena. When you see the reaction of the announcer going, the first contest of the night, 30-minute Iron Man. Everyone lost their shit. Nobody in those front three or four rows on the floor sat down. Yeah. Man. You could see the ba- Kenny Omega's back. You could see the bruises on Pac's chest. They were hitting themselves with shit that even I hadn't seen before. Yeah. Um, Pac's heelish ways that, to try to beat the shit out of Omega. Falcon to- Arrow off, oh, off of the apron to the floor. That sound Oof. was inhuman, dude. Ugh. Probably the most or- original way of getting a referee knocked out. Yeah. I like that. I um, like the fact that we had Aubrey come in. You know, and like, so and and, that's, and that's another aspect. All right, we're we need a new. Yeah. This guy's dead. This he's, dead. Got, he, he, he's earned his overtime. Let's bring in another one. We got more. What? Well, here's something else I liked about the match. Um, there was that classic heel in an Iron Man match type of trope where it's like, well, I'm going to use a weapon, get disqualified, but at least I'll have the upper hand, so I'll get another point and maybe two later. But that usually gets fucked up because sometimes. They don't make it explicit that after a fall, there has to be a, a, a break. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of fucked himself, but maybe he didn't fuck himself. And uh, we'll see how that actually plays out. And instead of like, oh, 30 seconds, I'm alive, let's wrestle again. It was like 30 seconds, Yahweh, I'm still not ready, you know? And then he got his. He got his other point after that, which was good. So there, there was yeah. a point where Kenny ran up to Pac and Pac kicked him, and Kenny ended up at the other end of the turnbuckle. And Pac is like, he's not walking straight. He's like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, and goes right back, dude. I'm torn. I also like the score. I'm glad that it wasn't zero to one. Yeah, you know, um, I'm I'm torn because it, it reminds me of Double or Nothing. There's, I want to put the Cody. And the Wardlow match because of the story, the straight-up story. Even though this isn't even the end, we needed this to happen the way it did in Atlanta, in his in his uh, where his dad made him made his made his history. Yeah, you know, a couple of blocks down on Baker Street. For the story, Cody and Wardlow is my match of the week. For the fucking wrestling, for the brutality, for the spots, for the seamlessness of it. I ignored the clock after about 10 minutes. It didn't feel like 35 minutes when all that yeah. everything happened. Just as a pure wrestling match, it's Pac Kenny and Pac. Pac. Um, well, did, did you also mention when you were going back and forth on there the fact that your opponents at the pay-per-view are still in your corner for that match? <laughs> and the light bulb going off on Shivani that, hey, you know what? I think this is benefiting the Bucks more than anybody. <laughs> Dude, the, this was the first time that I felt like all three of them on commentary were where they needed to be. Yeah. Excalibur was 
for the new fans. Tony Schiavone was for the fans that used to like wrestling back in the day. And JR is just for those hardcores that just want to cut through the bullshit. Yeah. And all three of them, dude, it, I'm torn, man. Those, uh, those are both my match of the weeks. My matches of the week. You don't have to be torn. The, the Iron Man match was match of the week. Okay. Yep. Yeah. You're wrong on the other one. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, maybe it was maybe something different because, dude, yeah. it, you, I, in the, here, in the moment, you could feel it. And you were there. Yeah. Bitch. So, um, I, I don't, I didn't feel that emotional with this match. I was thoroughly behind Cody the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I never thought Cody was going to lose, you know, um, because the way the story is, this is a bump in the road to get to MJF. Yeah. So of course Cody's going to, so lose. you're saving your load for MJF. And Cody. I mean, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but was it brutal? Was it a good showing for, for Wardlow? It was, I don't feel like it, it, I wasn't that invested in it because I kind of knew what was going to happen. I was kind of waiting for Cody to beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, now, did he? Did Wardlow look good? Fuck yes, Wardlow did, which was all great. It was great elements, but for it to be, oh my god, epic, nah. Okay, I feel you. Yeah, I get you. This for me, this whole it's it's weird because this happened in November, bro. Mm-hmm. MJF turned on Cody in November. We're in the end of February, and we're about to get the first match. Really? It's yeah. been that long? <laughs> November? This is starting Full like January? Gear. Full gear, dude. November. Oh, shit. <laughs> it, the, it doesn't feel like that. The bill, Exactly. Like that. They're taking their time. They're pacing yeah, it. Yeah. Everything up to this point feels like the Marvel movies leading up to Infinity War. Okay. So I'm expecting this, sun, this Saturday for MJF to snap his fingers. And beat Cody and have this go on. We'll, we'll talk about the pay per view in a little bit. But that that's what that's why I'm I was so like in awe of the match of the cage match being their first cage match because yeah. dude I didn't I don't I can't pick a flaw in that thing. I don't know why it, I it didn't strike me and didn't occur to me. Maybe I just missed the commentary, but. I didn't realize that. Oh yeah, it's Atlanta. Oh yeah, it's a cage match. Oh yeah, it's Cody and Dusty and WCW and all that shit. Like I, I didn't put those dots together. Maybe that's my fault. But I didn't put those dots together. <laughs> that's fine. So that's not. That's fine. I'm gonna hold that against you. Yeah. Um. What? Ah oh, fuck. So Pac versus Kenny Omega, thirty man Iron Man match. Match of the year, yes or no? One, two, three. Oh, dude. I hope the video caught that experience. But uh, for anybody that missed that, we have our first match on HWR's match of the year list. This is the first one for this year? Yes. Wow. This is our first one. You know, we never went back about that Keith Lee Dijakovic match from from NXT TV. We don't need to. We just watched another one. Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) Pac and Omega. I mean, Keith Lee versus Dijakovic at Takeover was pretty darn good. (laughs) Really darn good. I'm sorry, Lee versus Strong from NXT TV. We never went back to that. Well, by the way, they're having that next week in a cage. Orale. Not to mention they're having another cage match. In a cage. Yeah, Dakota Kai against Tegan Knox. So oh, NXT okay. lockdown. 
Is that what they're calling it? No. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. But uh, oh, speaking of TNA, since you invoked the name, Tessa Blanchard will be defending the TNA Heavyweight Championship, not the Women's Championship, the TNA Heavyweight Championship. Oh, I heard about this. Versus Taya Valkyrie. For the first time ever, two women are going to be wrestling for a male for, title. Yeah. For a male-specific title. That's yeah. fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. I, I heard about this uh, yesterday. Yeah. I'm going to make the effort to watch. Okay. In one way or Tuesday. another. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm watching that. Okay. I'm curious to see how I haven't even read I haven't even read spoilers of the T of the impact stuff that's been going on since um since Hard to Kill. So I'm I'm like it's gonna be fresh to me. Okay. But um I'm interested, man. Cool. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <sighs> While I finish typing this, I'll save this for a little bit. Um let's get into the pay-per-view. Pac against Orange Cassidy. Anticipation level. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a generous six. Okay. Okay. Uh, the reason why I say that's a generous six is because you're more of an apple juice guy. No, no, I love Orange Cassidy, <laughs> but I love his gimmick. I don't necessarily love his wrestling because I haven't really seen what a Orange Cassidy can do in an AEW ring. Yes, I did go back and do a little bit of research and see some of the stuff that he did in other independent promotions where he came from, mm -hmm. but is that going to be the same Orange Cassidy that we see now? And I don't know. So my anticipation level is a little bit lowered for that because all we've seen out of, out of Freshly Squeezed is he's just the comedy. In other federations, he's comedy because he'll put his hands in his in his pockets and he'll do the little bullshit kicks, but to kind of lull you into a false sense of security and then really whoop your ass. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're actually going to do that on AEW TV, especially against Pac, because Pac, they're kind of pushing him. They're pushing him as one of the top heels. He's not MJF as the top heel, but he's getting there. So... I'm pretty sure Pac's going to win against what is, as far as what AEW booking is concerned, is a comedy guy. So it may be a squash, and then that's it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Orange puts his hands in his pockets, tries to do a dive, and Pac's like, fuck this bullshit, and he just like murders him. <laughs> um, so my prediction, Pac is winning. I'm at a six. Can my anticipation level be... Um, proven to be wrong and it exceeded my expectations maybe but i'm gonna i'm gonna let the match exceed my expectations i'm gonna have low expectations on this that's what i'm saying it's a generous six i'm gonna lean more towards a seven okay because i think it's time i think there's been enough detractors that have been waiting for something to happen with this gimmick that we need to see the evolution of the gimmick. And we already know what it is because we've seen the videos. I Actually, a couple of days ago, I went back with a friend and saw some of the Orange Cassidy's highlights on YouTube. And once the glasses come off, he's a completely different guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen any of this stuff. So, like, the Great Buddha has the green mist, right? And Asuka has the red mist. Orange Cassidy has orange mist. So he'll have like a little bottle of <laughs> he'll have a bottle like this, bro, of simply orange. Yeah. And he'll drink it and he'll turn around and spit it at him. <laughs> I haven't seen that clip. That's 
<laughs> so I'm, I'm like, and then the bit with Tony Schiavone yeah. and the glass dude. I'm oh, at an eight, man. Okay. I'm, oh, you're not in a seven now. You're okay, at I'm eight. at an eight. Now you I'm going myself into an eight. eight. <laughs> you know, because I want to see. I think we've seen enough of Pac and AW to know that he's the goods. He's legit. Yeah. He's badass. He's a motherfucker. He's a bastard. Yeah. How about for once? Let's see him a little bit out of his comfort zone. Let's see what he does with a comic character like Orange Cassidy and see if he can still do the entertainment part of professional wrestling. Which we've seen out of him before. Yeah. Remember they were going to saddle him with a Mighty Mouse gimmick and they gave him a cape? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he can do it. Mm -hmm. So I'm at an eight. I've definitely had Pac winning. But oh, yeah. I'm, 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 dude, I want to see Orange Cassidy actually do something. I want him to try. All right. All right. That's fair. <laughs> Jake Hager against Dustin Rhodes. Where are you at? I'm going to go with the seven. Um, it's a little unexpected, but I I feel like I missed something, but it makes sense. So I feel embarrassed to say that I missed something because I just think I missed it. Um, because, like, why? Okay, I get it, Cody. But Cody's not really feuding with the inner circle. But I get that they're the heels and Cody and Dustin are. So by proxy, Dustin Dustin's fighting for Cody, but Cody's not fighting against Jericho anymore. So it's kind of a leftover feud that maybe they just kind of forgot. Oh, I got beef with this rule too. Okay. And it's not against Jericho. It's against one of Jericho's crew. Okay. I mean, is the match going to be all right? It probably will. You technically explained it pretty well. Because okay. they're really technically after the after um, the Jericho match that Cody didn't technically lose. MJF threw the towel for him. Yeah. So there's technically no reason for Dustin to be doing this feud. But Dustin still remembers that Jake Hager broke his fucking arm in that build-up. So that's where the feud, where the that's fire where, is that's coming from. That's where the from. beef is. That's where the beef is. Show me the beef. Yeah, he broke his arm. Okay. So you know what happens when when you break a Rhodes arm? Rhodes got to get that comeback. Okay. So I'm. Storyline wise, the story has actually pulled me in pretty good. I just don't want to uh, kind of oversell it. I'm at a seven two, okay. you know. But there's, but dude, it wouldn't surprise me if they blow it out because, dude, it feels like Dustin's got a third wind or a fourth wind. He's like, yeah. he's in good shape, man. And I want to see, um, because the Jake Hager that we saw at Lucha Underground. More or less was the same Jake Hager we saw in WWE. Right. I want to see like, and I don't want to sound stupid when I say this. I don't want to. I want to see a little bit of a Brock Lesnar. I want to see. I want to oh. see. I want to see Jake MMA in this shit. Okay. He's undefeated. Of course, he probably won't get another fight because his last fight he punched the dude in the balls more than once. But he's still undefeated as an MMA fighter. How did he win that match? When it was. It was by no contest. It was a no contest because it oh. wasn't on purpose. It was, but it just it just happened to be that way. The fighter couldn't continue. Oh, so I want to see like an MMA side of Jake in this match against Dustin. Motherfucker didn't wear a cup. Well, this shit still hurts, son. Okay. Here, why don't you put this cup on? You give me a smaller cup. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try this. Hi, right, Papa. <laughs> I'm at a seven. I have Jake winning. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he just reaches and giggles, Dustin. Okay. I don't, I don't know who's going to win this one. I, it could be either or, but you got Jake. I got Dustin. Why not? The Dark Order against SoCal Uncensored. 
Scorpio Sky, and Frankie Kazarian. What's your anticipation for this? Five. You yeah, five. Um, Dark Order. Okay. And I don't care. Um, they, they've, <laughs> they've lost my interest. There is a lot of, like, up and down with the Dark Order stuff. Like, it was just a weird gimmick for them to start off with. And then then when they started to introducing, no, th- there's more to it. It's not just a silly gimmick where they have putties. Um, there's a reason why there's putties. And that first couple of vignettes, oh, okay. Dark yeah, Order the vignettes started occurred. to win me over okay. a little bit. But now... I'm starting to revert back to where I'm not one over. They, they've lost me <laughs> under a little bit because it's the same vignettes, yeah. but there's somebody behind it, and these vignettes are widespread throughout the city. But which city? Bitch, I ain't never seen anybody trying to recruit me for the Dark Order. Yet. <laughs> yeah, yet. But so where does this live? Does this live in fantasy, or does this live in real world for wrestling? Because – now they're trying to recruit wrestlers, but not other people. But they do recruit other people, but I've never really seen it. So it's not. It's like they're not really committing to the bit in the real world. They could have a real world world guerrilla marketing type plan where they actually have fucking advertisements for the Dark Order on a billboard somewhere. It could get there. You can I mean, go on the could. website and sell your soul to the Dark Order. It, you could. Scott did. Oh, he did. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> but now it feels like there's way too much predictability with it's going to have something to do with Daniels. Either Daniels is already done converted or Daniels is the, the, the fucking, exalted one, the exalted one. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. You know, like it, one of those two things is going to happen. And I'm not really looking forward to it. Cause I don't want to see SCU broken up. Um, <sighs> Okay, so I, 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 I presented that I think a couple of episodes ago that I think Christopher Daniels is the leader. Yeah, and for the match, I'm at like a five. Also, um, I'm I'm I like the story, but I'm kind of the hillbilly in me that wants to go to a monster truck show just to see the crashes. I'm predicting that it is Daniels. And I want to see how if how or if the AW faithful will support the storyline. Mm. Because man, people have been talking up, oh dude, it's Brody Lee. Oh shit, it's Matt Hardy. Oh, they said obsolete. It's fucking Jeff Hardy. Like motherfuckers, y'all are building it up to a point that it's not appeasing y'all when it's not gonna be AEW's fault that they didn't meet yeah. your expectations. It's your fault because you're fucking stupid. So, and y'all don't have a fucking company to run, so y'all can't do it yourself and prove me wrong. So, I want to see if this backfires or how they how they play this. Yeah, if it's somebody else that's not even on my radar, I, I but I'm curious to see where it goes. There's a lot. So they haven't marks. lost me yet, but dude, I'm just waiting for the people to for like everybody that's been complaining about how shitty WWE is. Oh, the one thing that AW does wrong, ah, you know, I want to, I want to see it. You want to see it? I want to see it. Yeah, because there's a lot of marks out there that, that they're think AEW can't do no wrong. Yeah, but they've done they've been doing a lot of wrong. For example, the Nightmare Collective. I've been mentioned for a long time. Okay, there's too for many, example the Dark Order. There's the too, there's was, too many groups. Yeah. Well, what happened to the Nightmare Collective? Eh, we're going to sweep that shit under the rug. No, they're still doing something. 
What? So I think a tech, uh, on AEW Dark, Jimmy Havoc had a match with somebody, and the the ball chick and Luther, the hardcore guy from Japan, yeah. showed up. So they might do something with Jimmy Havoc in them, and they might rebrand it as something else. Brandy's out. Okay. And Awesome Kong, I think she's injured, and she's not – or she's out too. So, right. yeah, so they're still doing it. But they know when to cut bait. But So I'm curious to see how this Dark Water thing goes. Okay. But I'm, I'm sticking to it. My pick's Christopher Daniels. It's him. Okay, who's winning the match? Dark Order. Okay, cool. Yeah, Dark Order. Um, Sammy Guevara against Darby Allen. I'm in a nine. <laughs> What's keeping you from the two digits? I don't know. <laughs> Let me help you. I, okay. You're at a 10. Okay. Corpus, Austin, Atlanta. People are fucking hungry for Darby Allen. Okay. That's that's the guy. Like for everyone that complained that no one ever made that WCW never made anybody until the very end and they made Goldberg. Darby Allen's fucking the man right now. People okay. are eating that shit up. Yeah. And he'd soaked up the Sammy Guevara power. And now he's doing his he's own doing cue, cards. cue cards. That's fuck, dude. And it's cool to see two young guys. These are the. This is the Cena Orton from 2005. That in 2012, 2013, they're gonna run shop, dude. Five years from now, we're gonna see the same match on another level for gold. These two guys. This, this is this is like the this is okay. exhibit A and B of the future of this. And I'm all fucking for it. And it doesn't hurt that Sammy's our hometown boy. That you know? doesn't hurt either. So gear how everyone in the inner circle is going to have some kind of rivalry to make it all interesting. But I feel like out of everything, and it's happened so quickly, but because they're both polarizing, like they get reactions, I feel like this has as much steam for me as fucking Jericho and, uh, and Moxley. Because people okay. are hungry for it, dude. The presentations, there's they again, I don't want to piss people off. They do remind me kind of, of 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 our version of the rock and stone cold before they made it to that level. Stone oh, Cold was straight ooh, and narrow, right. stone cold was straight and narrow, Sammy Guevara, and the rock was the charismatic one. Sammy Guevara just oozes it, bro. Like he, he looks like he just gets all the attention, all the love, all the all the pussy. You know, and Darby Allen, you you line up a hundred guys and you put Darby Allen in the middle, you'll be looking like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, that's that's exactly it, bro. They I'm, both stand out. They both stand out for opposite, reasons, reasons. for opposite reasons. What they do, yeah, and they're equally as entertaining to me. Yeah, you know. So I'm at a ten for this. And I, 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 all the character stuff that you just mentioned is true. Also, the story itself, man. The the skateboard to the throat. Yeah. The skateboard to the throat fucking sold me right there. Yeah. That was cool. That was a cool move, innovative, and it was believable. Um, so, yeah. And then I think the follow-up to it made that look even better in the fact that Darby couldn't talk. He cut promos without speaking. There was a little video one where – The blowtorch to, to, to Jericho? Yeah, with the, yeah, yeah. Like like the off-site stuff. And then when he was on-site, the picture-in-picture -picture fucking cue cards where he was mocking Sammy. And drawing. Dude, yeah. his art on some of those cue cards are legit. Yeah, like, dude, yeah. that was that was fucking cool. And he still hasn't spoken a word. So is his throat all right? I don't know. Or maybe that's the character now. That's our sting. Maybe. I don't know, but I like it. Yeah. 
Now, law of reverse momentum, I will invoke that here. Darby got a skateboard right upside the head and broke was laid it. out, even though he spray-painted Sammy's name on that skateboard, and that skateboard was broken above his own damn head. So law of reverse momentum, Darby's winning. Answer the question. What's keeping you from a 10? <laughs> you said you I'd, didn't know, and then we waxed for a bit. We did. So. We did. Um, I, you know, I'm going to bump it up to a 9.5. <laughs> I'll tell you what's keeping Still? me. Still? Okay. So I'll, tell you, you, I, I, I'll tell you what's keeping me. Okay. Um, importance and significance on the card. I feel you. Okay. Um, it's a great <gasps> undercard story. <laughs> it's it's yeah. not the main title. It's not the main event players. It could it's, fucking be a show stealer. It, it could be a show stealer, but it's, let's be honest, for the no, mid-carders, yeah. the up-and-comers. Gotcha. Now, you're right. This could be the Rock and Stone Cold in 2002. Not the Rock and Stone, or excuse me, 2002. Like 1999. 
Yeah. I will like it. Mm-hmm. If it never happens again, okay, great. Will it happen again? Will there will it continue? It probably will. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm I've arrived at the same answer as you, but for different reasons. Gotcha. Yeah. Did you catch the promo on last night's dynamite with Jim Ross and the Bucks and uh the 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 other two elite members? Do they, <laughs> do they have a team name? No. It's Kenny Omega and, and Hangman, Hangman Adam, Adam Page. Page. Okay, they need a team name, don't they? You know, I mean, maybe they don't. I've read a lot of books, document, I've seen a lot of documentaries about wrestlers saying, "You know, you've made it when you've heard fucking Tony Chimmel or uh, the Fink say your name when you come out to the ring." You know, I bet they were marking the fuck out inside, knowing they made it, having Jim Ross in between fucking the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. And the ROH jobber. <laughs> I was in about a nine after that promo. Ten? There's going to be some shady shit going on, dude. Something. I I hope it's not in this match, but I think, I think the roof's about to cave in on this house of cards, dude. It's already like, all right, it's five o'clock somewhere, but it's not five o'clock all the time. And it's something's gonna come. Something's gonna come between Omega and Hangman, and I think the Young Bucks just did it, like, like saying that Hangman was never on the level of those three and all that shit, and fucking mm-hmm. calling out the alcoholism and yeah. You know, well, I'm out of I'm out of a drink, so I'm gone. You know, I was like, fuck. They <laughs> the complaint about we. I just want to see Orton not good, not bad, but interesting. To an extent, I kind of agreed with the Young Bucks because Paige is a nice guy. We've met him before. We interviewed him for the show. Mm-hmm. When we saw him in Ring of Honor, eh. Yeah. His he, stuff he with was the Bullet Club. The Decade, right? That was the group he was Something in? Something like that. The Decade was like the third tier group in ROW. And he was like, ROH. ROH. And he was like the third <clears throat> tier guy in that group. <laughs> Bullet Club. Eh. Yeah. You know? But Hangman, when he became Hangman, started bringing the news. The elite did the did the cowboy stuff. He's cowboy to, shit, I believe. That was then. That was still New Japan. Oh. That was still Ring of Honor. He yes. was he was finding himself. Okay. Now, cowboy shit. Now oh. he's got something that to hook him. Now he has something that the fans can relate to. Oh, this motherfucker drinks beer just like me. Oh, he's right there, bro. Take a hit. Oh man, it's over, man. Yeah, that he's he's your new he's another, a brand new star, another star yeah. that yeah. AEW is making from the ground up. You know, they just needed that that extra I don't little know if it's from the ground up. Well, but... they needed an extra something. Yeah, because as as of before that, what did you think of Adam Cole? I mean, Adam Page. I always thought he was the second Adam. Yeah, Adam Cole was the right Adam. Adam Cole. I mean, Adam Page right now with his character, with his it, with with the fans like him. Yeah. Do you think he could have beaten Jericho to be the first heavyweight champion? At the time, yes. And at the time, I thought he should have beat Jericho. But also at the time, I should I thought that it should have been somebody other than Hangman yeah. in that match. But Hangman didn't have everything. No. I think now he has everything. Uh, no. He's closer to it. He's closer. He's a lot closer He's to closer. it. He's closer. Yeah. Um, I'm, the story's got me, man. I'm hooked. I like I'm. I'm waiting for this. I'm waiting for the explosion of the whole elite and yeah. Cody now that they're bosses and they're like presidents and VPs or whatever, but they still have like, they still business. They still have to work. 
But how is that business and personal going to start conflicting with each other and yeah. start rifting them apart? Dude, I'm at a 10 for this. Something's going to happen. I'm curious where what side it comes from. I'm at a 9, and I'll tell you what's keeping me. Um, I can't help but have flashbacks to the Bucks versus the Golden Lovers, where it's Kenny, who's always going to be friends with the Bucks. They're in it together. They're in the elite and this and that. But he has a tag team partner that he really cares for. That's his friend too. But the Bucks are kind of jealous and they're going back and forth with that. Like it feels like a fucking cookie cutter storyline from what we saw two years ago. Except trade out the trade out Ibushi for Hangman. Did it and work before? It did. That storyline was good. But you're just slapping some new paint on a same storyline you just did. And I, that's not sitting with me quite the right right way. It's funny because I never thought about it that way until you just mentioned it. Right now? Yeah. Really? Because I don't see it from that perspective. Okay. I'm folk I'm not I'm, because I've seen uh, because I've been a fan of the Bucks and I've seen enough of Kenny and I've seen enough of the Bucks. I think the the thing that's I'm gravitate that gravitating towards more is the evolution of this new character of Paige. Okay. He's standing out. He, Kenny Omega, there's nothing different about Kenny. Nope. Right now, there's nothing different about the Bucks. Nope. Right now, everything is circling around the person you least expect. You would think all the acumen that the Young Bucks have done, you would think the match of the years that Kenny Omega's had. No. Right now, everybody's looking at Adam Page. And then, so that's why I'm, I, yeah. it's, it's a good point you made. It's yeah. just funny. that I, I never saw it that way. Well, you, you are right in the fact that that storyline, Bucks versus Golden Lovers, that storyline was all about the conflict internally that Kenny Omega had. Mm -hmm. This storyline is all about the conflict internally that the elite as a group and more so Hangman is having. Because yeah. Hangman is turning to alcoholism. He's Not just that. He specifically wanted out of the elite because he wanted to carve his own path. And they and they got and they know. brought back and they brought and they brought it all and, the way back around to him being tag champs with the yeah, one of the guys he like, wanted. No, you have to be our friend. What? Fuck you. You know, like, yeah, I kind of was get just it. supposed to be a booty call. Now you gave me this. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still, I still can't help but just see those parallels. And until I see something that divorces in my mind completely 100%, okay, this is really, really different. Then I'm going to just keep looking at it with those same kind of tinted <laughs> glasses there. Um, but yeah, if, if Kenny. And uh, uh, Hangman win, and Kenny and Hangman are like, Hey, man, let's hug it out, bro. And this is what this makes is them us. the team. It's me and you, forget about them. It's about me and you, man. And you know, we'll still be their friends, and everything's hunky dory after they beat the Bucks and the Bucks get put in their place. Then, no, it's way too much like Bucks versus Golden Lovers. <laughs> but if it does turn out where it's like, you know what, Hangman says, I lost the titles. Fuck you, Kenny. Fuck you, Bucks. I'm going out on my own. Then it's different enough. Then if Kenny or the Bucks want to reconcile with him, maybe it's the Bucks and not Kenny. Because Kenny was like, well, I did this shit last time with Coda, and y'all didn't have my back. So you know what? Handle it. You go ahead and handle him. I'm walking away. And that's another yeah. twist. That's different. It all depends on the outcome for me. Gotcha. Yeah. So what's your outcome? Uh, Bucks win. One of the Bucks pins Hangman. 
And Kenny is, okay, all right, we lost. And then one of the books is, like, way too overzealous in the fact that, oh, yeah, I told you, whatever, in your face, blah, blah, blah. And then that's when shit really starts to hit the fan. I have a different take. Yes, guys. I've got Omega and Hangman retaining. More specifically, I have Hangman retaining. They're going to split, but Hangman's going to keep both the titles. So, like, it's going to – you remember Austin versus Undertaker when they won the tag titles yeah. in 98 and they were, like, reluctant tag team champions, you know, and that one of them was holding the belt and keeping it from the other one? There's going to be that inter-team friction between them, but they're still champions. But I'm they, the but tag team champions. There no, you go. I'm the tag team There champions. you go. We're gonna, not to that not, ex, not, not comedy. Not comedy. Not comedy. Not comedy. But, yeah. I mean, it, it, could, it could. I can't be friends with. I can't be a tag team champion with an alcoholic. Well, I can't be a tag team champion with someone that doesn't respect my fucking choices, motherfucker. Well, I can't be and, a tag team champion with a fucking asshole. There you go. That too. <laughs> I can't be champion with a fucking lightweight. You need to keep up. <laughs> or yeah, that could just be where they are. Where where Hangman could be like, you forced me to stay in into the elite. And then he winds up winning, like how you say. And it's like, well, you know what, Kenny? I'm forcing you to be tag champs with me because we're tag champs because I carry this team. I win this team. I don't care about you. You're the weak link. But you know what? You Let's see how you like it. You have to be my partner because I'm keeping this belt. <laughs> oh, fuck. That could be good, man. Yeah. yeah. Nyla Rose against Boop. Chris Statlander for the AEW Women's Championship. Nine. Whoa. Nine. Whoa. Defend yourself. I love Statlander. I love Statlander. Oh, God. I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of development with her as a character, but she's a fucking character. And there's not a really an angle other than she's the top-ranked woman, so she's going up against Nyla. The, 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 the champ, Nyla. And I like Nyla. Um, I, I like the controversy that it kind of created and how there's a lot of people that just aren't talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Fun. know? Yeah, fuck them. They're not talking about it. They're trying to sweep it under the rug. But you know what? She's the fucking champ. So you, she's she's the, the champ. fucking champ. So kudos yeah. to Jericho for standing up for her during the, during the podcast. Oh, I didn't know he did that. The, he uh, he had they, he had, uh, I think one of his recent podcasts with Nyla. There was a lot of fans commenting about how the situation with Nyla and Jericho is like, you stupid idiot. It's twenty twenty. If you're not <laughs> accepted, get the fuck back over the you yeah know? yeah. So. Um, I think the match, I think the match itself is going to be good. This is not going to be Nyla versus Rio, where Nyla's throwing Rio around. Yeah, because Statlander is probably just as tall as her, and she's muscular enough to where I think they could have a, a more even keel match. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very interested to see the match. And there is a little bit of lack as far as angle goes. Yeah, but character, I love Statlander. I love Nyla. I want to see him have a good match. I think the match itself is going to be good. I'm interested to see. Are they going to just pull the trigger and take it off of Nyla that quick? Are they going to give it to Statlander that quick? I don't know. My prediction is Nyla's going to retain, but I'm happy either way and a little surprised either way. I'm at about an eight. Um, 
It's hard because I, I'm in, I'm invested in both of them. I like them both a lot. Um, it's not a lack of story because you could always replace that. Well, it's a real fight. Like it's their it, it's, it's the ranking because system. of the rankings. It, every match Which is means the something. whole reason why yeah. they have the fucking every match. System. Every match means something. So um, they'll never have that ROH, uh, um, that ROH problem where it's like, well, this guy's doing good and this guy's doing good. Let's throw them together. Yeah. You could always scoreboard, bitch. Yeah. I'm number one on the rankings. That's all you have Five to do. Five-match win streak. Done. That's all you have yeah. to do. Um, so even if you don't have a grudge match story, look at the rankings. <laughs> um, it's a good Band-Aid. <laughs> I think the, what's keeping me back a little bit from being anticipated is I'm curious to see if Chris Statlander can hang in a high-profile match like this. She's To okay. me, she's a bit untested. Like, okay. That's fair. You know, I, I'm i in love right now with the lights off. I want to make sure that when I turn the lights on, that it's the same thing I saw before I turned them off, you know? Well, there's going to be a little bit of glowing. A little. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. yeah. Bioluminescence. <laughs> from, I, came, uh, I came to be probed, not insulted. <laughs> <laughs> probed and booped. <laughs> um, Maybe a little insulted later. I've got Nyla winning, but I don't necessarily have uh, Statlander losing. I think it's going to be one of those situations where maybe she passes out to a submission, or she loses by count out or knockout or something that protects her. Mm. I don't, I don't, I don't see a typical one, two, three pinfall by Nyla for this match because, like you said, they're more even match. This isn't like Nyla against the pillow. Just, yeah, like she's actually going to, she's actually going to put some time on the punt on the time card for this yeah. one. So, but I got Nyla winning. Um, I'd keep it on Nyla as long as possible right now. Okay. I'd keep that momentum going. Piss people off some more. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Jericho versus Moxley for the AEW Men's Championship. Where you at? Eight. Okay. Eight. Um... I think with Jericho, I I like who he is right now. I like what he's become. Um, you know, he's a fucking master of reinvention. I get it. Blah blah blah. I still have a, that same feeling that it shouldn't have been him to be the first champ and to still be the champ um, because it still feels like, especially going up against a guy like Moxley. It still feels like WCW where their stars that they're making, that's their flavor, are getting put on the back burner for the leftovers of the big boys. Um, and yes, it, I, I don't think I'd feel like this if Jericho wasn't the champ. If Jericho was doing what Jericho was doing five years ago, coming back, putting all the other guys over. That's not what he's doing here. If that's what he was doing in AEW where he's putting all the other guys over, it'd be a little bit different. But then again, he would be fighting for the championship. He'd be in the mid-card or upper mid-card, right? But since it's for the main title, there's an uneasiness about the fact that he is Le Champion. Is Le Champion a funny thing to say? It is. But I'm sure Jericho would come up with clever shit without the belt. And then if I look across the ring to the other guy... The other guy I have the same problem with mm -hmm. is Dean Ambrose. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, we can talk about Moxley. 
and that it's Moxley, and he left WWE so that he could, you know, pursue AEW and this and that. And AEW is where the big boys play. Yeah, but it's still the guy that left to brought his star power to legitimize the other guys. It's like, no, 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 no. You don't need to do that. Strategically, you don't need to do that. Build your own guys. You have enough guys. Bucks, Kenny, Cody, Hangman, now Darby that you've built. Pac has been away long enough that that stink is off of him, so you could do Pac. But that stink is still on, for me, it's still on Jericho, it's still on Moxley. So I feel like this is a WWE Rejects Championship match. Mm. So I, I want to say that I'm at a 10 because of the storytelling and the fucking pirate eye patch stuff and, and the back and forth and how how the, the inner circle has gotten the best of Moxley. But Moxley at some point has fought off all fucking 17 of them at one point in time. And now he's finally going to get Jericho one-on-one. Oh, that is great. And I want to be at a 10, but I can't, I can't stop that smelling. <laughs> I'm at a seven. Oh, I did not. I did not expect that from you. Seven. Why so low? You mentioned something. Mm-hmm. I remember quite fondly, not really being a big fan of the Jericho versus Dean Ambrose matches when there was when when Dean had this the. Ambrose Asylum and the segment with the plant and Jericho with being the heel. Yeah. Yeah. I, the matches I wasn't a big fan of. I forgot about that feud. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. And then I see Dean's character in New Japan. Regular matches, but he's always got to do the hardcore stuff, which I don't mind, but it's leaving me uneasy of what we're at. And again, La- Dean's last high-profile match in AEW was a hardcore main event against Kenny Omega. Mm. So I'm not sure if Moxley can have a good wrestling match against Chris Jericho. Everything else has been fucking flawless, dude. Inner circle stuff, a little bit of the bubble, taking the 4GT, you know, defecting from the inner circle, the inner circle getting their revenge, Moxley picking them off one by one, finding unusual allies along the way. Moxley's right there, and then what the fuck's this old guy with with the bodysuit? Wait a minute. What the fuck is this young kid looking like Two-Face? Well, fuck it. Let's make it work. So yeah. he's he like Darby and the, a, a lot of why Darby and and Dustin are getting a lot of the rub right now is because of the Moxley story, right? You know, but if I'm just focusing with blinders on on Moxley versus Jericho, match wise, I don't know if they're gonna if if it's I don't know about how to say this. I don't know if it's main event worthy. Ding, the okay. match, just the match from bell to bell. I don't know if that deserves to end the show. It's gonna. I'm gonna watch it. I'm paying for it, or I'm gonna pitch in and pay for it. So it's. I mean, I, everything else has been good. I just want to see. I want to see. I want to see them give me something to help me break that stigma, because I don't see. I'm. I'm. I'm getting towards the tail end of like. 
like the cleanse. Like I'm almost there. I, I don't see Jericho as a WCW guy. I don't see Jericho as a WWE guy because he's, again, he's been doing his own thing to make himself different from everyone else. He's he's changed his character from what he did in WWE, from ECW, from WCW, everything. This is another new Jericho to me. Moxley so far, his Death Rider gimmick in New Japan has really sold me on being a completely different person. But Don Moxley and AEW just feels like Dean Ambrose with a new name. I need something okay. to help me from both of their guys' perspectives to finally help me snap out of that, oh, shit, those, that's an AEW guy and that's an AEW guy. And I guess part of that is because I'm, I'm building the, the expectation up myself. Like I complained earlier about the fans with Chris Daniels, I'm kind of building it up for myself a little too high in my – appreciation for the death rider gimmick that he's specifically doing in japan because mm -hmm. in that japan environment him doing the hardcore stuff under the death rider completely works his shit with archer was good his shit with robinson was good his shit with suzuki's good fuck now him and saber are coming up that's okay. gonna be interesting yeah but Jer but moxley and aw i need something i just i just need something okay. i don't know what it is but i'll i feel like i'll know when i see it Okay. Or when he does it or when he says it. But um, I'm almost there. So I'm at a seven. Okay. So what do you got? Winning. See, that's a little hard for me, too. I mean, the same argument I have against Jericho being the title holder is the same argument I'm going to have against Moxley being the title holder, except it's worse because this is the second one. Um, that means two in a row are for in my mind former WWE guys. So I kind of don't want Mox to win it. I want Jericho to lose it, but I don't want Jericho to lose it to Mox. I want Jericho to lose it to one of these indie guys that is making this company Here, different the, and unique. Here's the here's the thing. I love that there's only like four or five pay-per-views a year so far for AEW. Yeah. It's so easy, so easy. For Jericho to win this Saturday, and then the main event is double or nothing. Either Moxley wins the title in the rematch, or he doesn't get another rematch while Jericho's champ. Yeah, and you can push that further. Meanwhile, you can build up the next face or the next heel to take it from uh, from Moxley or from Jericho. As the only problem is, I'm thinking it's it's going to be Jericho this Saturday, and it'll probably be Moxley later because during this run. Jericho had a great match on Dynamite against Darby Allen. He had a great match, 10-minute challenge against Jungle Boy. Yeah. He had a great match against Scorpio Sky. So, again, he's doing the job that he's there to do. He's putting over the young guys. He's making sure that there's a business to leave behind for when he's gone. So, but is it too soon to see at the pay-per-view in, in Vegas or, the, or all in or all out, whatever they're going to call it this year, is it too soon to have another Jericho versus Jungle Boy for the main event? Or Jericho versus Scorpio? It or Jericho versus is. Darby? It probably is too early for those guys. But remember who founded this fucking company? The Elite, the Bullet Club. When the fuck Jericho is versus Omega? Yeah, or Cody, or, you know. Cody. Well, Cody can't have it. Right, Cody can't. But find a creative way to renege on that right i i, I you know what I, I, if, okay you're trying to tell me that in the next year in the first year 
Kenny won't be the fucking champion? It's part of business. Is that again? Yeah, it goes exactly. back to no, part of the business. Goes, he was one of the biggest draws of the reason why uh, uh, all out, all in, and all that shit was so big. And a reason because why of the people, popularity of Kenny that and, he got off of Okada. And a reason why people will shit on the company if one of the presidents has the main title this soon. I don't think. I don't think so. Uh, well, not, not, not at not this yet. point. Not, I think he needs a couple more months, like six months. I, I think twenty twenty one. AW will be set as the brand. Yeah. Then. That's Kenny's. I can uh, adversely, I could see a main event at All Out being John Moxley losing the title to MJF. As far as Jericho Moxley, who's the next guy underneath that's ready? It's MJF. So well, I don't know if he's ready in ring wise. He's ready character wise. He's getting the reaction. He's getting that heat. But yeah. in ring, I don't know. Who's the next top heel other than Jericho? Other than Jericho, MJF is Pac. He's coming up. Yeah. He's definitely on the come up. I see that. Yeah. On the face side. On the face side. After Moxley. Kenny, Cody, Bucks, Darby. Jungle Boy. You see the Bucks as singles trying to fight for the heavyweight title? No. So take him out. Okay. So What Kenny about Co Hangman? Maybe. I don't know if he's going to be face or heel. He could be a heel. Dude, if that shit came around full circle and Jericho dropped the belt to Adam Page at this all out, that, that could happen. Oh, fuck. That could happen. Yeah. Overall. Overall, I'm at a 10. I've got to see this show. <laughs> Overall, I'm at a 10. You watching live? I'm going to try to. Whose house? Uh, I think Foreman and Bacon's. I think. Okay. I'm not sure. But either way, I won't. I want to fucking see it. <laughs> uh, I, my weekend plans still aren't 100% finalized, yeah. which that's kind of concerning considering it's Thursday night. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I really want to see this. Okay. I'm at 10. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's my, I, where is it? Chicago. Chicago. Again. Ooh, yeah. Chicago in February. Ugh. It's not that bad. Cold as balls out there, man. It could be worse. It could be flooding when there's not fucking rain. <laughs> How about that? How the fuck about that? Rain. No rain. Flooding on a sunny day. That's the next uh, title for one of your poems. Flooding on a sunny day. Yeah. 